Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Welcome to Play With Your Power, Raising the Bar of Potentiality, Next Level Clients, and Cash Connection. All of the things. I am so excited for this conversation. So today, what we are really going to be talking about is what power is, the different kinds of power, how to activate power within you, within your business, within your life, because it's truly going to change how you show up, how you market, how you do all the things. And then tomorrow, we're going to dive into the real juice of how we market, how we sell, how we communicate and connect to our audience from a place of power. So the first thing that I would love for us to do is when we think about power, what comes up for you? When we think of either a person, a place, or a thing of power, what words come up immediately, what people come up, what do you think of when you think of power? Power in life, power in business, power in general, people who have power, what it feels like to have power. What do you think of when you think of power? Bold, brave, big energy comes up. Authority, money, leader. Money's a big piece typically when I talk about power. Intentionality, power, strength, energy, presence, authority. Traditionally, we've seen power as uh, one of two things, right? The hierarchy, people who are in charge, they have power based on their circumstance and where they're placed in, in life, in, in business. An example could be your boss has power. Your parents, when you were younger, had power, right? So for many of us, we can see power as not a good thing because of how we've seen people in power portray power or act within power has been less than ideal. If we think about politicians or people on that side of things, they are people of power, circumstantial power given their title, right? But sometimes we fear power because of what it's represented in our lives. So if this is something for you where you're like, ooh, power has always felt really icky because people of power have taken advantage of me, have pushed, have been very egotistical, have been very Wall Street rude kind of vibe. I want us to look at that because what happens is in business and in life, we dim, we shut down, we're not as loud, we're not as bold, we're not as uh, leading right? Authentic or powerful because we're afraid of it looking like that. We're afraid of becoming that. And I am here to tell you, we are going to be covering different kinds of power. So that kind of power that you've witnessed is power in the hierarchy. Power in the pedestal is also what we would refer to that as, is the power of people who are up here right? We believe that when it comes to power, one person's in power, the other person is not. But what I want us to challenge uh, today is can two people of power coexist? 
Can I be a coach of power and all of you also lead in your power and there is no com competition? Can we all coexist in our power without the old dynamic of power clouding our judgment, dimming our light? Do you fear power? Do you fear what people will think of your power? Many times our biggest fear is not who am I in power, but who will judge me when I am powerful? So what I want us to look at is if there's any ickiness around what we see power as or what we're afraid when it comes to power, and it could be the responsibility of power, that's another thing. But what we've seen thus far in society is the circumstantial power. Circumstantial power is the power within a job title, right? If we're looking at uh, people that we've seen that are less than ideal in terms of who they be around us, how they communicate with us, people in power, circumstantial power, job title, different, right? If you and let's say your old boss were having dinner together, you weren't working for them, there is no circumstantial power or hierarchy. Now you're just two individuals. Okay. Circumstantial power is also the power of when business feels easy, when you hit your goal, when the sales come in, when you buy the thing you've been wanting, when the launch is going well, when you're selling out, right? That feeling we get when things are working, circumstantial power. We feel power based on the circumstance at hand, the launch going well, the sales flowing in, right? circumstantial power. Circumstantial power is also how much money you're making. For a really long time in my life, I had this belief, because again, I came from a very poor family. I had this belief that when I got to six figures at first in business, I'm going to, I'm making it. I'm going to be able to be a different kind of coach, a different kind of leader because I got there. But when you get there, you realize, yes, it's great in the moment when the circumstance goes away, and the dust settles, you're like, okay, now what, right? When the launch is going really well, when the content is flowing and you're feeling like you are in flow and you have momentum, when that goes away, what power is left? So many of us operate our businesses in circumstantial power. When I get there, when I do this, when I sell out, when I do this thing, blah, 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 blah right? It's circumstantial power. But when the circumstance is gone, we have no power left. What I want us to tap into over the next two days is your personal power. Who are you in between the circumstances? Who are you in the day-to-day? -day? Who are you when things are not going well? Who are you when dot, dot, dot? The personal power piece is what matters the most when it comes to entrepreneurship because that's what you experience the most. Circumstances come and go, but if you're steadfast in your version of power all the time, can you imagine how easy business would feel? Think about this for a moment. When we think of power, confidence, bravery, authority, right? All the positive aspects of personal power, bold, fearless in a sense. The kind of, I walk with a guarantee of like, I know what I bring to the table, right? That's, that's a different kind of power. 
Imagine if every day you showed up like that. How would that feel? You're showing up in your power. When things are not going well, you still have this level of oomph. That is what makes the biggest difference. Because what we do is in business is you can buy all the courses, hire all the coaches. That's circumstantial, right? You're tapping into the circumstance, the opportunity, but who are you outside of that? In the implementation, in the day-to-day, -day, in the when things are not going well, can you hold your power when people are asking for refunds? Can you hold your power when you have clients who are upset? Can you hold your power when the situation is less than ideal? That is what I want to teach you in this because that is going to affect how you market and how you sell because you will experience more time in the in-between than you will in the circumstance. And my goal as a coach for you is sustainability. I can sure teach you how to make a lot of money, no question, but that is a byproduct of the mastery of your being. Who you be in business matters to me more than what you do. Because who you be is a sustainability piece, right? Who you are, how you're feeling, how you're showing up, that to me matters more than what you're selling and how much money you're making. It's power, okay? I'm gonna show you how to activate your own power and what that means to you because it will look different. And all of you might agree that like, oh yes, to me, it does feel like leadership. It does feel like confidence, it does feel like bravery. Sure, absolutely. But all I care about is what your version of power is. Many times we see power as loud, obnoxious. Sometimes we even see it as like high vibe. My power is not high vibe. My power is big energy. There's a difference, it's felt. It's not always heard in that very loud, rambunctious way or this, my life's great kind of way. It's a level of depth. It's a sureness that I walk with. It's a confidence that I exude that you feel and that you see. That is what I want to activate within you today. So circumstantial power, right? The circumstance of the sales coming in, the launch going well, the client signing up. But can we activate your power in the space in between those moments to ensure longevity in your business? That is my goal for you. So... I am not saying, I want to make this very clear, that we are not here to be in a place of nothing bothers me. I'm not sad. I am powerful, right? You can still be powerful and also hold the duality of today effing sucks. You can hold the duality of, I talk about all the time, our failed fertility and also the business feeling easy, money coming in, money flowing. We can hold the duality of it. The moments where we are challenged, the moments of opportunities to grow, the launch failing, people saying no, are giving you opportunities to tap into your power on a far deeper level. What made me into this person who holds this kind of power is not because things were always easy via circumstance. It's who I was when things weren't easy that made me who I am right now. It's who I chose to be when things got hard in business. It was what I chose to do when things were not going as planned that got me here. I was never in a rush 
to beat somebody else to a circumstantial high income month just to say that I did it. That to me has never been a goal. What has been a goal for me in this lifetime in business has been, can I lead my business with ease, with spirituality, with flow, with fun, with strategy? Can I do that for me? So power also exists in the moments where things are incredibly hard. On bad days, feel the feelings and then say to yourself, great, I'm feeling this. And now I choose to dot, dot, dot. This is personal power. This launches flopping. And now I choose to continue to show up. Can we feel the power of that? I really thought this client was going to sign. I really, I just, the dreamiest, dreamiest client in the world. Like we had a great conversation. It didn't happen. I'm upset about it. And now I choose to continue to hold space for my yes. Can we feel the difference when it comes to personal power? The moments in between the circumstance. Because it's always easy to be in power when things are going right. But again, who are you when they're not? And what do you choose to do? when they're not. Another piece of power that I want us to talk about is this idea that, and this goes back to the pedestal of, we look at coaches or mentors in this online space and go, well, they have more power than me because they know more, they have a bigger audience, they make more money. And we have this belief that because they have more power, I have less. How many of you have felt that before? When you're looking at someone and you're like, wow, they're all the way up there. They're on the pedestal. There's a hierarchy. And because they have so much power, I feel like I have less. Or who am I to put myself on the same level as that person if I'm not there yet? We feel that. I'm going to give you a million dollar secret right here, okay? One thing that has truly got me to where I am and it's amplified, like our six-figure month was like, again, the most, I'm still like, I don't even know what happened. Um, but what really got me there was I truly believe in the power in who I am now and where I'm at today. Instead of comparing my day now to their day now, we have equal power. They're not more powerful than me. They just are on a different path. They're beyond where I'm at. Does that mean I have less power? No. It just means I have power where I am here. So many of us feel imposter syndrome and feel like we can't teach or coach or sell programs because who am I to sell that when they're selling that and they have more power that isn't true. But what we do is we give our power away to the hierarchy because we're not looking at what can I teach? What can I show my journey on in the moment of now? What I mean by that is there's power in what I teach when it comes to money. Can I teach you how, how to have a, a $10 million a year? Not yet. 
Am I going to get all caught up in the, I want to teach you how to get there? No. What I am going to do is recognize where I can get you from here. I can show you how to get to a six-figure month. I can show you how to get to multiple five figures per month. That is what I am owning right now. I'm not going to compare what my power looks like in comparison to their power. It's equal, just different. So I want you to look at where you're at in your business, in your life, whatever it is you want to teach on or coach on, stop comparing it to somebody else who's on a different journey than you, who may be farther beyond where you're currently at. It's no big deal. But what can you teach them from this place? What have you done? Part of your homework that I want you to do today is just look at what have you done? An example, when it comes to money, we, I'm debt-free. I paid off everything, my student loans. I have no debt, zero debt. So I'm not going to teach you how to save a million dollars, right? That somebody else possibly can in a, in a, on a different journey than me, but I can teach you how to be debt-free and how I did it. Can you own the power of where you are? There will always be people behind you. They're not less than you. They're just behind you. There will always be people ahead of you. They're not more than you. They're just ahead of you. It's equal power. It just looks a little different. But can you stay in your power when someone who is ahead of you is having a larger income month? When that person is having a sold out launch, can you still remain in your power of I'm owning what I've done up until this point of today and what I am teaching to my people? If the answer is no, I don't know how to, or I don't know what that looks like, that is what we are going to be doing in this two-day immersion together. Because here's what I know to be true, and this is factual. 90% of your thoughts that you are thinking today, you thought yesterday. Only 10% of your thoughts today are new. What if with that 10%, we were so intentional with who we are, owning our power, whatever that means to us, whatever that looks like to us every single day. Eventually, what will happen is being in your power just becomes second nature. Being in your power begins to penetrate that 90% of the thoughts you thought yesterday. And it all compounds. So many people are like, how do you just go with the flow? How do you have just such confidence? How do you do blah, 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 all the things? And it's like, because I'm, I'm very intentional about how I spend that 10% of new thinking. I am very intentional about what I want my personal power to look like. And I'm very intentional to choose it every single day when shit is hard and when shit is easy. Not everyone is going to be committed to doing that. The thing about power is you might say to yourself, I don't feel like it today, right? Like I don't want to, I don't want to own my power today, right? I just want to Netflix and chill and, and not own it today. That's fine. But on the majority of your days, will you choose your power? That is the difference. Not everyone will do it. 
but you are here because you are not everyone. And what I want us to do is play with your power because all of you have it in you and you know it. You know where you're playing small. You know that when you think about your powerful self, you're like, it looks a lot different than what I'm currently doing. That is where I want to call you out in this process. If it triggers you, good. If it makes you think and rethink everything, good. If it doesn't resonate right now, good. It's okay. It will. It'll land. When we get too attached to circumstantial power, we begin to get a bit like scarcity energy about it, right? The, I got to hold it. I, I need to have it. Like, what do I need to do to have it? Like, that's not power. That's fear. Fear that I'm not good enough. Fear of, I won't know how to get there. That's not power. That's fear. That is your brain trying to figure out the path because sitting in uncertainty is far too scary. Don't confuse fear with power because they're different. Now, is there power in fear? Yup. If you choose it, think about it. The most important piece when it comes to playing in your power is really like power is really just how long can you remain in momentum? Think about that. How many times have you just been like, oh my God, things feel easy right now. Or like you feel inspired and motivated. You have these moments where you're just like, you could feel the big energy. Those are moments of personal power. And you might even touch the personal power in the circumstantial power, right? You feel that people bought the first sale, the multiple sales, the big pay in full, the random DM I'm in, like the moments where you're like activated. Things feel good. Think about, and this is the question I ask my, my clients all the time. Who would you be if everyone was buying? If everyone was just buying and wanted what you had, who would you be and how would you show up? probably a little different than when people aren't buying, right? It's that momentum we want to maintain. This is why whenever I see a client who like hits a circumstantial power moment of like a, a large cash day of income, and then it just keeps compounding and it, it, things just like are going haywire, the income's just flowing in. That's because they were able to maintain the power. But most of us, don't know how to play in the momentum. How many times when you are feeling good, do you throw yourself off by second guessing? Was that post enough? Did I do enough? Did I say that right? Oh, now that person's launching the same thing. Oh, I'm screwed. You launch a new thing and then someone asks for a refund or says, you know what, never mind. And you're like, <gasps> momentum has paused. Or your brain starts to go, but what if you fail like you did last time? And then you're like, <gasps> momentum paused. You're right. What if I do? You know what? That goal was too high. We're going to play a little smaller just because. I don't want to disappoint myself, right? What stops your momentum? It's never the big things. It's usually like the tiny things that really throw us off. 
Where do we begin to play small when we declare big? Where are we holding back out of fear of judgment, out of fear of projection, out of fear of missing the mark? Where are we holding back? The amount of conversations that I've had recently about content and holding back via content has been out of this world. So many people have been like, I, I want to get to a place where I speak like that. I'm just scared. Scared of what? When you are writing that kind of content in power, where do you hit pause on your momentum? What if people don't get this? What if it doesn't land the way that I want it to? What if I offend people? What if people unfollow me? What if, what if, what if? Where are you holding back? And you know, don't play with me, all right? You know where you're holding back. You know where you pause your momentum. And then you're like, and this is where power feel, can feel exhausting is because you're like, okay, riding the low. And now let's get back into power. It's like constantly having to restart the engine. And you're like, oh, I hate this. It's because the 90% of your thoughts you carry into each day is pausing momentum, pausing momentum. Are you active in the 10% of when your brain goes, but Carol, you should aim a little lower. Can you say, eh, no, why would I aim lower where I'm choosing power today? I'm choosing to stand in my power. I'm choosing to own it. Where are we afraid? Fear, you guys, is normal. And fear is a good indicator that you're doing things new, doing things new. And fear is also a, it's a program response based on what we've gone through in life. Things you're afraid of, you could have experienced. Are you afraid of failure? Are you afraid of disappointment? Are you afraid of people not liking you? Are you afraid of outgrowing people? Are you afraid of what? What are we afraid of? Kate, such a good question. Kate says, owning it can also be taking a day off because I'm not feeling well, or how do you see that? This is how I see power, right? Power does not mean I am on, right? That's high vibe energy, which I don't teach. I teach you big energy. Here's the power in that, Kate. I am taking a day off because I need it. But my power is in, I can take a day off and also sell a lot of shit without doing anything because I believe in the power of all of my content on my page, of all the things that I've done up until this point, I can take a step back and it could still all unfold. It's that belief, it's that certainty that even though you're stepping back, your power is still stepping in for you. Can you feel that? The amount of people who buy from me from my Instagram highlights is out of this world. I have stepped back tremendously this past month. And again, fertility treatments, it's just exhausting. It's exhausting. I don't feel well, things happen, right? However, I still lean in power. I still know that all of the content, all of the years of work and consistency and momentum that I have put forth until today 
it all matters. They're all seeds planted in my business. Can we hold that kind of power? Because power is not just when you're on or when you are live or when you're in it actively. Can it also be when you leave, when you walk away? The kind of power when, when you walk into a room, everyone's like, who are you? Without even saying anything, just your energy and your intentionality in how you are making eye contact, how you are walking, how you are dressing and who you are. And then when you leave, your power is still floating in the air. People are like, did you see that person? The kind of power where when you're not on, people are still talking about you, sharing your content. Do you know how many conversations I've had with just friends of mine of like, oh my gosh, I read this one thing from this one person. Have you seen it yet? I'm talking about people who are in power all the time behind the scenes without them having to be there live in my face. That to me is personal power. Can you believe in your power and what you leave behind in your legacy? People in ego don't care about what comes tomorrow. They care about what happens to them today, what they can do today with no, with, with no care in the world of the repercussions of their actions. It's their ego driving their power. But for us in this work, it's our legacy that drives our power. That's different. We care about what we leave behind, what people take from us, what people learn from us, the way we make people feel. That is the power that we are activating. So where do you lose momentum? In the refunds, in the cancellations, in the ghosting, in the low likes on Instagram. Where do you lose your momentum? Kate says, I can feel it unless I am overwhelmed. But honestly, I can only feel emptiness far from feeling powerful. So Kate, it's where do we get overwhelmed? Typically, and I want you to dissect this because this is important. The, the overwhelmed piece is coming from an interrupt in your momentum. Are you questioning everything? Overanalyzing everything? Are you like, wait, should I be doing that? Should I be doing this? Like, where are the kinks in your momentum? Because you're hitting pause and that's where the overwhelm comes in. We're going to talk about when it comes to marketing, sales, all the things, when it comes to business tomorrow in momentum and power, what that looks like. But most times the overwhelm and the anger and the frustration, the sadness comes from, we hit pause because something external comes in. Something happens circumstantially. We start overanalyzing. We start questioning. And again, that's not power. That's fear coming in. That's the 90% going, hmm. But what if this happens, right? I want to do too much at the same time. Why? Or it could be the question of, can you do it all at the same time? But again, Kate, where I'm thinking it's coming from is you have all these ideas to do things. And then we hit pause because the overwhelm of, wait, but how, but this, but this, but how does that work? How does this work? How does that work? Pay attention to where you're hitting pause. You might not even know you're doing it. We're piecing our power together. We're going to tie it all together, all right? There is power in vulnerability. We often think, too, that power is perfection. Power is 
Nothing can stop me. Power is, I don't go through hard days. Power is, blah, 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 blah. not true. There is power in asking for help. There is power in being a good student and being coachable. There is a power in participation. There's a power in this chat here of you saying these things and typing these things for me. Some people don't want to be vulnerable in these kind of containers because they don't want to be seen as not in their power. But that's ego, right? That's not the power of legacy. There's power in vulnerability. There's power in, oh, you've been through it. Thank you for sharing that. There's power in joining the program for the support. For so long, I had this idea that power was doing it all by myself and never needing anyone. And I'm still working through this, truly. But I thought power was, I don't need anybody. That's not power. Legacy power, that's not legacy power. That's ego. And it's also fear. Fear of being seen. Fear of being judged. I'd argue there's more power in being vulnerable than there is in being, I'm fine and everything is fine. Join the program, be supported, allow someone to help you walk through it. Power, legacy power is also related to time. Think about how much time I wasted or you're wasting actively trying to do it all on your own. The I can't be vulnerable in a group because I don't want people to see me. The um, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room because I don't want I don't want to coach everyone. Or I don't I'm embarrassed to be the dumbest person in the room because I don't want to be vulnerable. It's how much time you're wasting in fear. That's not power. It's fear. It's fear of being seen. And that was so hard for me for so long to allow myself to be seen and supported. I didn't want to look weak. But what's weak is not allowing myself to be vulnerable, if I'm being honest. It's the opposite, right? Where are you not allowing yourself to be seen or supported in your business? the program you want to join, the thing you've been eyeing, the coach you've been wanting to hire, what is stopping you? Fear of it not working out, fear of I could do this alone, fear of what? Who are you in your power? How would you move if it was all guaranteed? That's always a good one. I love, I love to tap into that energy. If it was all guaranteed, what would I do? What would I say? How would I move? What power would I exude if it was all guaranteed? Where are you holding back? Where are you afraid of being judged, looking stupid? If you are looking for a sign to hire the coach or join the program, this is it. Can you trust yourself and lead yourself in your power, your legacy power, not your ego power, your legacy power? I, the coaches that I've hired in my lifetime are the ones who are vulnerable. The ones who I knew have been through it too. The ones who I knew have experienced struggle. Not the ones who were perfect. Not the ones who were like, I've never had a hard day in my entire life. Look at me go. Not the ones who were mean and powerful. But the ones who were equal power. Just a little ahead. 
the ones who are vulnerable, the ones who allowed me to see them. Where are you afraid of being seen and supported? Huge. Still actively in recovery for that, uh, but it's a process and it's, and it's, it's truly changed my life when I've been able to allow other people to hold me. And I'm going to guess you've been through a tough childhood like I have. It's very difficult to allow others to hold you because you've held yourself your entire life. But that story got you through it. It won't get you there. Power and legacy power is not pressure. Think about this. The pressure to hit milestones. The pressure that this launch better work or else I'm going to quit. Power is not pressure. Think about that for a moment. It's like fear is just kind of creeping into power. Cloaking itself in its fear. Monica says, yes, I'm continuously working through childhood trauma and being aware of how it shows up in my business. Absolutely. And it's a forever thing because I feel like each each day you uncover like a new depth to it. But the most important piece is in the 10% of your new thoughts every day, are you choosing your power, your legacy power? Power is not pressure. Pressure is fear. The pressure of I have to hit this goal. The pressure of this has to happen within a month. The pressure of this has to happen within a year. That's not power. That's, I'm afraid it won't happen. So I'm just going to keep pushing. Different energy, different result. That's not power. But you want to know what power is and how you can play with power today in your business. I want you to try this on for the next two days and for the rest of your life, but we'll start for the first two days. <laughs> power to me is curiosity. Think about that. Curiosity invented electricity. Curiosity has led to different discoveries and breakthroughs. Curiosity to me is the key to power. How? I'm going to tell you. There's a difference in business when you're like, I have to show up on Instagram. I have to send an email. And for all my manifesting generators and generators, this is like a uh, death sentence. I have to dot, dot, dot. I have to create reels. I have to show up on stories. I have to launch this way. I have to blah, 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 blah. have to is pressure. Pressure is fear. Power is curiosity. What if I showed up today? What if I sent an email? What if I showed up on stories today powerfully? What if I took the day off and saw what happened? What if I said what I've been wanting to say on Instagram and people love to hear it? What if dot, dot, dot. Can you feel how just the intention behind what you are doing, one is power, the other is fear. What if you tried reels? What if you made a podcast? What if you charged for guest coaching? What if you dot, dot, dot? Can we play the what if game in 
your business. Power does not lie in the, well, I should be showing up, but I should be sending emails, but I should be DMing a thousand people a day in order to hit my goal, but I should be at 10K months by now, but I should be at multiple six figures by now. Should. What if we did instead, I could and why not? I could still hit multiple six figures. How would that feel? I could start a podcast. I could try this new way of launching. I could. Why not? Send an email? Why not? Set my goal even higher? Why not? Multiple six figures this month? Why not? Why not? Not I should, but I could. And why not? Can we feel the difference in the personal power? Business in the online space is filled with so much bullshit and so much wasted effort and so much complicated theories and processes and blah, all this shit. And I'm like, my business is so easy. I could literally just hand it over to you and be like, that's it. It's that easy. Nothing is complicated in my business. I launch, I sell, I do it again. I show up, I create content because what if this is the thing that blows everything up? The first two years in business, I made like $200. The first six months when I was full-time in my business, I made no money. Now, the whole time in the six months, if I'm being honest, I was like, well, I should be doing this. I have to be doing this. I should be doing that. I have to be doing that. There was so much pressure on, I have to hit six figures. I have to do this. I have to do that. And it actually wasn't until I gave up and I was like, F this shit. What if I tried it differently? What if I invested in that coach? What if I made it all in a month? And then it was like, God turned on the faucet of abundance and my life just changed. And for me, the lead up took a while. And then once I got there, it was like I strapped myself to the rocket. How did the quantum leap happen so fast for me? How did the, when I got there, I went there happen for me? Personal power. I have always owned what I know now in this moment. I have never pretended to be somebody else because ego. I have never tried to compete with this person because I feel like I have to because they're powerful. It doesn't matter. I am not going to watch someone's course and regurgitate the information because that person's powerful and therefore that makes me powerful. No, I'm going to own what I know now and what I've integrated now because that is my power. And people need you in this moment of now with where you're at now, with what you know now, not where you're at three months from now, but where you are here. Power is not pressure. Power is not I should. Power is not I have to. Play the what if game. If you find yourself pausing momentum because you go into the, when things feel easy, well, I should now be uh, doing this or I should be sending emails now. It's like pause, no. What if I sent an email? We are doing a giveaway for a 30 minute one-on-one spot with me. How many of you, just curious, how many of you, when you entered to win that giveaway, or maybe you didn't even enter, 
How many of you, as soon as you did it, thought to yourself, oh, I probably won't win? How quickly do you diminish your power? Sometimes it's instantaneous. This was me. Yeah, there's no way it's going to be me this time. <laughs> it never is. But yeah, there's a difference between the, oof, what if I win? We take ourselves out of power without even knowing we're doing it. In the moment of seeing that giveaway, you're like, oh, yee, right? I'm excited. That's power. You're feeling the momentum. And then all of a sudden you're like, I probably won't win. So I don't know why I'm trying. No, 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 no. Many people probably didn't even enter because they're like, I won't win anyway. Who cares? I don't know what I would talk about. Who cares? How different would your life be if you just said, what if, and why not? What if I did win? Why not enter? What if I showed up on Instagram today? What if I posted that one post that's been sitting in my notes app for like 20 years and just saw what happened? Why not? There is power in curiosity. And that is where we gain momentum. You keep pulling yourself out of power. And for some of you, you don't know what that power looks like in, in you yet. That's okay. We're going to do that to, for tonight's homework. And then we're going to take that power of yours and directly infuse it into your content, into your marketing strategy, and into your sales process. Monica says, I entered, got excited, and then quickly panicked about what I would talk about when I won. See where our brains go? What the hell? That's fear and not power. There is power in fear if you choose it. Here's the difference. The fear being like, oh, I, I can't win that because I have no idea what I'm gonna talk about versus being like, I have no idea what I'm gonna talk about. I'm scared shitless, but I'm gonna trust myself anyway. Different vibe. But think about how we don't even trust ourselves. Like we are so quick. We are so quick to go into the, what if it doesn't work? What if I don't know what to say? What if this thing versus going to, what if I know what to say? What if I have no idea what to say, but as soon as the call starts, I am flooded with ideas. What if, can we start to try to push ourselves to play the what if game to our benefit and in our power? Can we try that? But how quickly do you pause momentum and take yourself out of the equation of winning, of succeeding, of being the one? I want you to look at power differently. When you sit with yourself, who do you envision is your most powerful self? How does this person walk? And power for each of us will look different. And that's also okay. Who is your most powerful self? Dream that person up. How do they walk? How do they dress? How do they speak? How do they show up? How do they lead? Okay. Who is your most powerful self? For me, a piece of my power that I really, really like drew in my mind is someone who, even when I'm painting my bathroom, I am making money because my legacy power, it goes far beyond what I do every single day. 
it's deeply rooted. When I show up, I make money, but when I don't show up, I still make money. That's the power that I envision for myself. What is the power? And get as detailed as you want. Who is that person? How does this person dress? Think about Beyonce versus Sasha Fierce. That power she has when she is Sasha Fierce, that's a different kind of persona. The different kind of power, we can, we can see the difference in the two people, right? If you want to look at it that way of like, this is your Sasha Fierce, feel free to do so. Here's the other piece that's very, 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 very important. What standards do you set or have for this powerful version of you? How do you treat your health? What are you eating? How are you moving? How are you taking care of your body? We don't think about this enough. We can talk all we want about who we be, but how we take care of us is also important. Here's an example of what I mean when it comes to standards of your health. For me, my not powerful self, when things weren't going good originally, right, in the beginning of business, what I would do was, this was literally my, this was my standard for myself. If something went wrong, I made a post, no one bought the thing, you know, I wasn't even selling the thing. I, no one bought the thing, I was still broke. I would sit on the couch, watch TV, and like eat a bunch of shit. And when I thought of my powerful self, that was someone who, move their body. That was someone who took baths, had downtime, sat with themselves. That was someone who not always meditated, but got quiet and just like came back into themselves. For me, the standards I was holding for my powerful self were different than the standards I was holding for myself. In order to maintain momentum of power, your standards for your powerful self have to be kept up. I'm not saying you have to wake up at five in the morning and you have to do this, you have to do that. It's whatever you want to do and whatever that looks like for you. There is no, it has to look this way. For me, it has nothing to do with my morning routine. But standards for me is when I am sad, I move my body. When I am sad, I go ground myself in the backyard if the weather permits. If I am upset, I do this. I have different standards for myself in my power. What are your standards when it comes to you and your health? My next question for you is, will you actually hold yourself accountable in this, in this process? And if you're not ready to come back to this training when you are in your power, you'll hold yourself accountable In in your power, you will hold yourself to it. Meaning when your brain starts to go, but how, but this, but should I be doing that? You stop yourself because you're like, uh-uh, 10% of me is going to reprogram that 90% of me. That is the mission. And then you'll get to a point in business where everything just feels so easy. Almost like you're like, um, should I feel guilty that this feels so easy and effortless? That is the goal. And I promise you, because I'm living it, it's possible. I am not just some freak of nature who like got really lucky. This is the work that I did to get here and the work that I continue to do to get there. Here is your homework. Who is your most powerful self? 
Who are you when you think of your most powerful self? Not who you think you should be, not who you think you ought to be. It's who do you want to be? Where have you felt power in your life? Just think about moments where you felt so freaking good and powerful in business. Where do you feel powerful? And who is the most powerful version of you that you can dream up? What are you wearing? How are you moving? How are you showing up in your business? How are you leading? Who are you in your most powerful version? Question one. Dream that baby up. Again, not have to or ought to, but that seems, that seems fun. That seems about right when it comes to who I am and who I be. Second question is, where do I lose my power? I want you to be hyper aware of where you have leaks. Where do you press pause on your momentum? Document it. Every little thing that comes up, pay attention, write it down. Notes app on your phone, just like, well, my mom said this to me today, took me out of my power. Like whatever it is, document it. And when you are experiencing it, remember there's still power in the in-between. You have to choose it. What that looks like is when you lose your power and you're feeling upset, angry, annoyed, sad, feel it. And then say to yourself, okay, I felt it. I'm honoring my feelings. And now I'm choosing whatever it is. And then finally, the last question here is, what elevated standards do you have for yourself when you think of you in your power? What standards do you have for your health? Another example of standards is when I think about me in my power, when I'm in my power, I don't have time. I, my standards are so high for people. If they come at me with like stupid shit and they're saying dumb things to me or like, like we think of trolls on the internet. My standards are so high that people like that don't even penetrate my power. Not even close, right? I have high standards for who I give my power to, who I give my energy to. High standards. I'm elevating what I'm available for. My elevated standards are I'm not available for gossip. I want deep conversation. I want people around me who are excited about life, not people who are complaining and constantly complaining. I don't want those people. I have standards. My standards are higher now. What elevated standards do you have when you're in power for yourself and for your health? How do you take care of your body? Very, very, very important. Mind, body, soul. We need all of it working together. Okay. Question one, who are you in power? Where do you feel power? Is it mostly circumstantial? We have bits and pieces of personal power. Is it ego power? Is it legacy power? Pay attention. Okay. What is the most powerful version of you look like, feel like, smell like, walk like, talk like, dress like? Two, where do you lose your power? I don't care how small, it usually is the tiniest little things that throw us off. Your best friend had a high cash month and now you're questioning everything about your life. Someone in your mastermind made more money than you. Now you're questioning everything about your life. Where do you lose your power? And then finally, your elevated standards. You are beautiful. You're amazing. 
You're fantastic. We're going to pull what your power is into your marketing, into your sales, into your business strategy. I cannot wait to see you inside. I love you. You are beautiful. Bye.